You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Chris, I'm the host, and tonight I'm joined by John. How are you doing? I'm alright, Chris, yourself? Aye, fair to middle. That's good times. Oh, for some reason, well, that's very unhappy about. <laughs> I'm sure we'll discuss it when we come. <laughs> All right, there is plenty to talk about tonight because it's been Scottish Cup uh, weekend, uh, plus a bunch of league games. But we'll start off as we always do with the charity bit, uh, and unfortunately, we lost. <laughs> we, we had uh, Nathan Austin of East Fife as a first goal scorer, and I believe he didn't even score at the weekend in the, the two each draw with Montrose. It was oh uh, Kyle Wilkie got a first goal for his five. They were actually two 0 up and and threw it away. So uh, it was a bit of a, a blow for his five. I think the only thing that saves them though is everybody drew up in the league. <laughs> when, Aye, uh, the league two. There's not one each draw with Abrolls and Stirling, two two draw with Berwick and Stirling, Montrose two two East five, and then Queens Park was now now with Elgin City. So there's no change whatsoever. Not a lie. Abrolls and Clyde have swapped places because Clyde were the one team that didn't play because they were scheduled to play an Athletic. We were obviously playing in the cup. The good thing as well, though, with the charity bet, in terms of our other other option that we were going to go for for first goal scorer was McAllister, and he did score, but he never scored first. So. Yeah, yeah, see, you say that, but there was another name that came off last, last week's podcast, a name that was uh, been uh, used a few times in this podcast in the past, and we dismissed oh. it because we hadn't heard it this season. The name of Jamie Longworth. Oh, Jamie Longworth, aye, you know, and he ended up scoring. Aye. But uh, that was the other bit of news, unfortunately. Although Jamie Longworth did score first for Stranraer, Forfar uh, pulled one back for a one each draw, and that scuppered the bet. Uh, ah, it scuppered a bet as well. I had a, a wee cheeky bet on it the weekend as well, and all my English teams came in, but my Scottish teams didn't. I took Dundee as well. Oh, see, I, so, I don't like betting yes, in the cup. So uh, that was a blow. Um, the other results for. Uh, League one were, were a wee bit interesting, mind you, because uh, Dunfermline gave uh, Stennis Muir a 3 0 scudding. Uh, Peterhead won it air, and probably Aye. the big tie in that, game, that league, because that's Peterhead now above Air United. Yes. Which is more, but uh, points on the board. Peterhead at Stender are unbeaten run as well, and they're up to 13 games now, I think. Aye, some run they're Something on. Something like that. It's uh, yeah, a terrific run. Still eight points behind Dunfermline, haven't played a game more, unfortunately for them, but. Still to play each other twice, though, maybe? Uh, maybe. Um, I mean, Dunfermline are playing it here this weekend, which could be interesting. Peter Header hosting Forfar. So there's a wee chance that one of them could drop points there. It could be a good weekend for Peter Head if they get a win. Aye. Uh, the other game in that division, Airdrie beat Cowdenbeath 2 0. So, uh, it was back to back games in Airdrie uh, this weekend. Because that was obviously on Saturday, and then the East Kilbride Celtic Cup game was on a Sunday. But sorry, right, yeah. it's an artificial pitch. They can handle it. So good. So, uh, aye, Peter heading there. That was the only movement in that division. Um, the Championship was a fairly quiet weekend because a lot of them were, were involved. Um, there was two games in midweek. Hibs and Rangers both won one 0 away from home. Hibs at Morton and Rangers at Race Rovers. Aye, I saw a wee bit outside the Rangers game because it was a. Uh, I was in a, a pub and it had a a dodgy stream and it was showing it. <laughs> well, no I, won't, pub, I, I won't mention the pub, obviously. Aye. <laughs> Uh, but from what I saw of it, uh, Rangers could have won by a few more. They were quite kind of dominant. 
that was it was I was playing pool so I was and I wasn't really bothered. I was actually hoping that uh, I thought they would have been showing the game that was in BT Sport. I think one of the English games is on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, they they had a dodgy bot, so they were they were showing that. But it keeps it interesting still. The top Aye. of the table. I have to stop up there. Championship. Still, still eight points behind. Game in hand over Rangers, but uh, you could get that back to five if they win it. So still still a lot to play for in that division. Uh, I think the big result for the weekend was uh, Suburban. So the game on Saturday, one 0 one over Greenwich House. Just Aye. to eke away for that uh, playoff spot, they're now eight clear of Livingston. Yes, and you mentioned team. last week. You mentioned last week as well. They might be in the other way. Aye, they don't. They're now four behind Rangers. So aye, more, but uh, aye, they're, they're up there now. They're now level on points with their, their rivals, Morton, as well. Yep. So it's uh, certainly interesting in that division now for something. Maybe just a wee chance they could nick into that playoff spot, but. Uh, we'll see. Long way to go, yep. Yeah. So, what, another 14 games for St. Martin? Aye, it's still out of the loss, but if they can put a wee run together. Aye. Might not be but too bad. They'll get a wee bounce for the manager anyway. Aye, it'll start to look at like the things will be turned the corner there. Stephen Mallon would only go with the game. So, that's uh, that's the lower league's done already. You can guess I'm trying to battle through this because I want to get to the cup games. Um Aye, okay, right, we should probably talk about the Premiership games then, eh? Aye, Partick, that's one more well. Is that you want to talk about? Uh, well, that's, that's the place to start, isn't it? Partick Thistle won all game for, for Tuesday night. It was a, a 1 0 1 for Thistle, just to them up uh, the table again. More about the, the team sitting third bottom. Two ahead of Kilmarnock with a game in hand over them. But, uh, aye, aye. The, 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 the teams in the bottom half of the table just seem to be taking points off each other, which is why I still think Dundee United have got a chance. If they can put a wee run together. Oh, I'll probably move on to that as well. We're talking about the bounce off the cup as well, because uh-huh. that's them get. Well, maybe a bounce off you, but still that's them get two wins in a row, which I, I would. And again, struggle to. I would struggle so, to think that they've had two wins in a row before last season. That's, that's the thing. I mean, they could have played Thistle last week as well, but it got, they got postponed. So, they get, for all you know, it could have been three. I think they'll still be disappointed that was postponed when it was. But. Um, aye, it's, 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 there's that wee chance. I think we'll, we'll see as, as the weeks progress, but I don't think I don't think the United are quite out of it yet. Just they, 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 they need to put a run together. That's the key. Um, and I think was it the Kilmarnock might get a bounce with their new manager if it's true that Lee Clark's getting the job. Aye, he's in a minute in the frame this week. Uh, it was quite funny listening to. I was had um, with the Clyde on on Saturday, and it was basically the Billy Davis fan club. So then to hear that uh, Clark might be getting the job on on Sunday night, which apparently Kamara um, haven't actually offered it to anybody yet. So it was a wee bit of a, a premature rumour, but uh, I think he, he seemed to be up there as the, the favourite at the moment. Is a bit odd. I was a, but the Billy Davis thing had went kind of quiet as the week progressed. But it's the so, fact he's still getting paid by Nottingham Forest as well. So oh, is he, is he in this garden weaver? Ah, uh, he's uh, he's in the garden by uh, Alan McCoy, sorry. Um. So, but I, Lee Clark, don't know whether that would be a good appointment, because if you look at the, the record he had down south, um, he was at Blackpool, but to be fair, at Blackpool, his hands were a bit tied behind his back, I think. They were struggling financially. Um, and before that, it was Birmingham, who actually, I think, as well, but had been having trouble for a bit financially as well, So, but his, his win record is not that great. So, whether it's a good appointment or not, don't know. Something, I suppose, a bit fresh in terms of... As opposed to your usual manager merry-go-rounds you get in Scotland, so see how that story develops. But never know. It might be a bit 
premature with appointing someone after maybe McCulloch could do well. You don't know. Uh-huh. And they need a, maybe they're looking for a man with experience, but it's not as if Clark's heavily experienced. I think that's the key. They, they, they kind of need someone that's got some sort of experience if they're going to claw their way out of the, the hole that they're in the Premiership. Because that's the key. They, need, they want to stay in the Premiership. They can't be. I don't think they can afford to go down, to be honest. I don't think they can, though. They're already struggling now, so. Hey, aye, but there doesn't too much to talk about in the league. Um, okay. Well, aye, that's plenty. We'll, we'll move on. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. No, we're going to have to restart the podcast. Restart the podcast. Well, aye. There's, there's been a, a malfunction with the balls, unfortunately, so we need to restart the podcast. So, oh, right. Right. <sighs> if you just give us a few minutes, <laughs> we'll come back to you. We could just talk. I will come back to the joy. Or should we just talk about it? Maybe we'll talk about it. Nah, you mentioned it now. I had to mention it at some point in this podcast, don't I? No, nah, for, for those who may not be aware, the Scottish Cup quarter final draw uh, didn't go according to plan. Yep, um, Celtic will because, play Denver Broncos. Yep, yeah, um, I think uh, Dundee or Dumbarton are going to play my wife's Igo. Wait, what the keys doing in that ball? Oh, sorry. Um, no, um, what, what actually happened was uh, I think Dundee United drawn Celtic and uh, I actually was, it was Dundee Dumbarton that came out in the hat and then somebody realised that one of the balls had bro- broken open and there was a bit of paper in, in the ball so they had to restart. Uh, the rumour was, uh, of course, that it was uh, Rangers were about to get given an away tie, so that we'll, <laughs> can have that. We'll have to try. Aye, uh, aye. Uh, it was uh, anyway, they, a bit of a Let's add that they might not get through. They've got a replay to contend with. Yes, no, admittedly they do have to um, do that. But uh, I think the big shock for the cup draw uh, after it was remade was the fact Celtic got a home tie. Oh aye, because <laughs> initially we were away at Dundee United and uh, it got redone. So. Uh, we've ended up with a home tie against Morton, which will bring back uh, big fears of 27 rubbish corners. Maybe we're better off in a way, Joe, after what we were saying last week, though, about uh, Celtic and their struggles in the Cup at home. Oh, that's it. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think we've won properly in the Cup for about six years. <laughs> when you compare it to Celtic's record in the league at home, where by the nigh on unbeatable, near enough. Right, uh, the Cup's a, diff- Cup's a different story. Aye, right. See, since we've kind of, we'll come back to the, the, the Scottish Cup and we'll talk about the full draw later on. But um, see, since we've just mentioned Celtic and getting beat, shall we talk about Wednesday? We, we certainly can. Um, it was an interesting start to the game anyway. It was like Celtic were the better team, but without threatening yeah. at all. Ah, yeah. This, uh, this is a common theme with Celtic these days: is we can dominate games without actually threatening goalkeepers. Because I don't, I don't actually remember Scott Brown having too much to do, despite the fact yeah. Celtic were all over Aberdeen for the first. Thirty-five minutes. I counted one save from Beaton, and yeah, it was it was straight arm. It, it was uh, well. It, you, it, see, you say that, but I think the shot looked like it was swerving all over the place, and it just happened to swerve towards him. Towards him. Because uh, this plays into what happens later on with the uh, the Johnny Hayes strike. Because I think Johnny Hayes strike does exactly the same thing. There was oh, I think it, weird I think has definitely does that. And it, like, that's, I mean, Craig Gordon hasn't been great at the near post recently, but I, I'm kind of inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt with that one because it, did, it was swerving over the place. There was another shot for Beaton after you took the lead that also seemed to be swerving over the place, and again, it just kind of swerved towards um, uh, Scott Brown. So. Aye, Hayes, Hayes loves this game against Celtic. Oh, remember the goal he showed against Forster? The one at the end of his record. Aye. Aye, it was uh, one way to end up. But in terms of, uh, for a a good kind of period at the start of the game, I thought we were giving Celtic a lot of time in the ball, but when you kind of see that and it was progressing, it must have been a tactic because Aye. 
I think so. It, it, it seems to be a way to play Celtic. You can give us the ball and just if you're solid at the back, as Aberdeen were on Wednesday night, you can you can ride it out because we don't yeah. know how to break down uh what pack defences. In fact you've seen it again on Sunday against East Kilbride. We didn't know how to break them down either. The thing as well, it was quite interesting to see obviously a formation that Aberdeen decided to play four four two. Yeah. So effectively when Celtic were attacking, you're kind of trying to break down two banks of four, which is not really something that happens now. So it's a bit harder, and even as well, um, Church was kind of quite lively as well up top in terms of kind of stopping things developing from the back as well. Much as Celtic are nowhere near what they were last year trying to develop things from the back, but obviously they had Van Dijk and Denier who are both mm-hmm. comfortable centre backs um, on the ball. I don't um, think that's helped Celtic much recently. The, the fact that um, in the last sort of couple of games we've lost uh, Semenovic. To, uh, what was apparently a broken collarbone that he played with for a month. Aye, it's out for something that. like six weeks, I think I read. Like, apparently, apparently he played for a whole month with his broken collarbone. No wonder we've just changed the medical stuff. Yeah. The, the other thing as well about us playing 4-4-2, defenders aren't used to it. The, no, defenders are Defenders are now used to one-man marks and one-man sweeps yeah. because they don't have to deal with two men up front. So that helped us as well. Um <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, we talk. You're talking about how Aberdeen's like tactics and stuff made a big difference. I don't think they made all that much difference because ultimately, it was a fizzing shot for Hayes, which came out of nothing. And again, we say they're swerving all over the place. And the other goal you got was a bloody set piece, and we just we are rotten at defending set pieces at the moment. Ah, uh, yeah, but we took advantage of that. I did. I mean, it was full credit to Aberdeen. It was another one that cleared it off the training ground. The man running in for deep, which wasn't yes. picked up. Aye. Uh, I think um, Svetchenko tried to get across and cover it, but it was Brown that let him run free. Uh, and then, uh, was it Church that got the, the wee touch on it at the end? It was Church, yeah, that got the touch. Aye. Was that his debut? I, I was playing he would score. Aye, right, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> it was his debut, aye, which a bold move for him, I it was one of them. Um, it could work one or two ways because obviously Celtic would have known I would very much doubt they would have known anything about him but at the same time he wouldn't have known much about his teammates no. because he obviously only signed later on Monday but um turned out well and he was obviously keen to impress straight away an impressive debut um, obviously we'll touch on the St Johnson game as well later but um, he got an assist in that game as well so so far he's had a good start mm-hmm. um, uh, an ideal way to start as well scoring against Celtic obviously but uh, we had another couple of chances though. Church had a, a chance just after half time that he should have scored. Yeah. Well, before, uh, before we move into the second half, I've got to ask, wait, what did you think at half time? You're 2 0 up against Celtic, what do you think? I still think maybe, just, you just still think maybe something in the back of your head Celtic could come back into it. I know we were, we were discussing a wee bit on Twitter, the two of us, and you thought, nah, the game's by. Well, I was but convinced, I was... at half time, I was convinced the game was done because Celtic just don't have the mentality to come back for a 2 0 down. I, I, I mean, it wasn't just the fact that Aberdeen looked fairly confident throughout the first half. It was the fact that Celtic just don't have a clue how to break Aberdeen down, and they didn't have a clue what to do when they went 2 0 down. When things don't work, things fall to pieces with Celtic. I was, I was half expecting Aberdeen to get more in the second half, but I wasn't. Could have had more. You probably yeah. could have had more, but there was right. no real urgency for Aberdeen to go and get more. I think was probably key because I think Aberdeen were more along the lines of let's make sure we don't get it in, and for. Well, I said to you, the entire second half, that's what Aberdeen did. They made sure they didn't because he didn't. Well, I said to you, I thought we managed the game very well at 2-0 up. Yeah, that's yeah. something that McInnes uh, made very good at. Oh, yeah, you, I mean, you, made, you made sure that Celtic got absolutely nothing other than the 
But I think everybody was surprised when the Griffiths effort finished in the back of the net. Aye, aye, it was like a ghost goal. It was silent. Aye. Like, oh, no, actually... You know how bad it is when that Celtic goal gets rated with absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but the other thing as well, there's a few important points I thought about the game. Uh, last year, obviously, the 4-0 game especially, when Scott Brown was getting... Our Scott Brown was getting bullied about the corners. Um, McInnes addressed that by putting Shea Logan in. In between Griffiths and yeah. Brown, so that's yeah, yeah. from a from that kind of point. Uh, so I thought that was important. And then Scott Brown, Celtic Scott Brown started well. Probably lucky to escape a booking. Uh, I would have thought um, he started again well. But uh, Story, who a lot of people weren't sure whether McInnes would put faith in him for that game, uh, he he came on at a great game. So. That was a positive for Aberdeen as well because we're, we're playing a kind of makeshift centre midfield with Story and McLean. But McLean started to adapt to having to play deeper at times because we're kind of been missing Jack and Flood, um, which is a positive. It gives it another kind of string to another string to his bow. Um, so that was important, um, and I just generally wanted it more. I, I think that was the thing. Yeah, and I think that again that feeds into what I was saying. The, the mentality of Celtic when they go behind is it's just it's night and day from what it used to be. Because you're right. I mean, I've, I've Celtic a couple of years ago. You would have expected that even at two 0 down, Celtic were going to try and fight their way back into it, and they would have had that dig, and they might have got a goal earlier in the second half that would have made a difference. With this Celtic at the moment, you just look at them and go, "No, nah, they're beat." They look as if they're beat. They play like they're beat. It was the same against Ross County. Actually. I know they were down to ten men against Ross County, but. I mean, there was never any confidence I had when we went 2-1 down that Celtic were going to fight their way back into it and that was what we'd mentioned it on here before that a few weeks previous we'd seen Aberdeen batter their way through Ross County with 10 men and it was, you could, the, the difference in mentality is night and day at the moment Aye, the thing is over Celtic you always think they're still, they still are a goal threat no matter what and if they do the, the thing that surprised me was that they, they didn't uh, start the second half as strongly you'd have thought Celtic will be out first 15 minutes and go for it because you may as well go for it try and get an early goal and try and make the game a bit more interesting but they, they didn't it wasn't and even towards the end I wouldn't have said necessarily they were very threatening um, we brought Kazim Richards on and he seemed to at least have a bit of dig about him but now, lively for you yeah. um, we should probably ask the question should they have been sent off I don't think so. Not I, think, sure. I know I, you said it was a stumble, uh, but I, I've seen replays of it. Um, I, mean, I don't know. What? He's, given, he's, given a, he's given a yellow card, though. That's the thing. So what's he given the card for? Yes. If, um, if, he, if he thinks... I can't see there was anything else there that he no, could have been given for. Exactly. If he thinks Kazim Richard stamped on him, it's a red card. Exactly. If it's just a stumble, it's not a card at all. So why is he giving a yellow card? That bit made no sense to me whatsoever. It's, but it's not, a, not the only bad decision that uh, the, ref, the referee made. Because obviously there was the, the Rooney incident, which you then got, should it have been a free kick or a penalty, because the foul started outside the box probably. Um, yeah, see that, that, yeah. So there's that as well. Yeah, I mean, Boyata is all over him. And for me, Boyata, Boyata slows him down enough so that Sviatchenko can come over and shoulder him off the ball. Now, at the time I thought Sviatchenko had fouled him. It was on the replay I was kind of watching and going, you know what, Sviatchenko is shoulder to shoulder, that's probably not a foul. But you still go back to the Boyata one and go, he's all over them. That is a foul, and that slowed him down. Technically, he should have sent Boyata off for it as well. Because that's a going opportunity. Yeah. But 
thankfully. We'd argue that one with Sviatchenko coming across, but I think he slowed him enough. He slowed him down enough for Sviatchenko to come across. So it makes a difference. But you're right, I mean, whether it starts inside the box or outside the box is a big debate. It's a foul. That's a definite, but then what, what decision should have been? But in terms of there being a decision, there was a non decision, yeah. no decision. Uh, but it, it, it gives hope. And obviously, I was a wee bit unhappy that last Monday when we were talking about uh, people getting signed. But obviously, McInnes is whether he's having to put his faith in the squad because he's not got a target. It's obviously, Tansy never signed. Whether Tansy was first choice or not, I don't know because. We left it very light uh, to try and conclude a deal, I would say. So, mm-hmm. we, we have got a, a, a small squad to say, but if, I suppose if it's a case of praying that we, we keep injury-free and no to any suspensions, Shea Logan's now suspended. Um, he's picked up six bookings, so, and we've not got much cover at right-back. What's about your ball? The only thing I could think Johnny is... Johnny back. Well, it would... Shiri would maybe fill in at right back, but Shiri's getting a wee run of games at left back, which has been good. So, but the only one I can think would play right back would be would be Shiri, unless um, somehow we change to three at the back for the game. But the next game's away to Inverness. Is that the game you suspended for then? I think it might be. So that's a bit of a blow. <laughs> so that's something. In, but unless I don't know, I can't, I can't think what else we would really do. Um, Considine was supposed to play against Johnson on uh, Saturday. He was actually due to start, but he got injured in the warm-up. I don't know how bad that one is. Because um, originally there was three changes for the St. Johnson game. Cause yeah. We'll move on to that, actually, because that, that, that was the one game from Saturday, was the, the St. Johnson game. Because what, what you went into this, knowing three points and you know, level one points for Celtic, um, it was against St. Johnson, the team that thumped you 5-1. So yes. it was a bit of revenge to be had here. Um, so th- th- I think there was a bit of pressure in Aberdeen in this game actually to well, try, and, it's... try and claw back that gap because it's been a number of times in recent sort of, the last few months where Aberdeen have had a chance to at least catch up with Celtic if not Absolutely. overall them, yeah. and they just haven't be- taken it just before the end of the year we had the two home games yeah. against Inverness who obviously played the weekend in Party Thistle um, the, more, the game that was more frustrating was a Party Thistle game mm. because as I said at that time we gained, we gained a point against Inverness yeah. Oh, against Party Thistle, I think it was a, more of a missed opportunity because it finished now now. Um, so go into the game on I Saturday. That's I just be a bit of pressure because obviously it's the usual. You've beat Celtic, so really you should be beating everyone. Yeah, can you fall uh, up? Is always a question. Fall up. So, and it's like, I mean it's against a tough St. John. I mean I know St. John's have had a bit of problem recently. They've not been scoring goals. No, uh, they do just really lost to the Rangers as well. But you see, you, you don't usually. Do it too well against St. Johnson? No. Uh, apart uh, apart from the uh, Cup semi final a couple of years back. Yeah. Uh, but <sighs> I, towards the end of the game, you're starting to panic a wee bit when they, <laughs> when they get back into it. But it's a funny game because, I mean, like, you, you, you did get the lead like, for the back post, the, the free kick for Paul, it seemed to. Was it another? What happened? I swear, did it swerve over a place to confuse the goalkeeper? Or was it a wall? No, it's just well placed. Ah, it's his first domestic goal of the season as well. Is um, it? Yeah, but again, uh, I was saying about Church. He probably could have had a wee shot and goal himself, but set up again for the goal. And then uh, Adam Rooney went in a went in a wee run for his yeah. own half. Yeah, uh, oh, him, that was a cracking fourth goal. 
and then towards the end he just like used his strength to like, shove people out of the way almost. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't the only goal that had a bit of nice footwork because the 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 Wotherspoon goal for St. Johnson, the first one they scored was was a nice bit of footwork yeah. as well for him to get that. So that pulled it back to two one. Then you obviously went four one up thanks to the, then, like, I think like the McGinn robbed the the St. Johnson defence. Um, only to get the ball back to put it in himself, and yeah. it was a, it wasn't the greatest of finishes from again. Oh, his first touch was terrible, but yeah. uh, it's alright because the first touch pretty much took it over the line. Yep. <laughs> so at so that point, I'm four one. You're thinking this is like there's, there's a good chance of revenge here. You could get the five one back, yep. but then it's like it's, you always seem to just kind of go into your cell and St Johnson Anderson gets his first goal of the season uh, for Heather. He's well, I mean, he's done that a few times. He did that in the Scottish Cup final. The year St. Johnson won it, actually. Aye. Um, and then Scobie gets that one for the edge of the box. It was two set pieces at Aberdeen. It cut out. Well, see how, when you were mentioning that, so about Celtic and set pieces, I read a statistic about Aberdeen this season against St. Johnson. So St. Johnson have scored eight times against uh, Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And six of them have been from corners. As, as many are cheese. So St. Johnson have obviously managed to figure out what our defensive uh, shape is at corners. And... So I that's something that's uh, a bit concerning. But yeah, um, McInnes has said a bit of tiredness, which... I can believe that's that, because he's put a lot of work uh, into the Celtic game. You've obviously uh, put a bit of work in, in on the Saturday as well. Um, so if you're tired at the end of that, you've, you've put yourself 4-1 up, you've put yourself in the position. Yes. You can kind of afford to do it. I mean, he's maybe cut it a bit fine. But got the three points. Um, as far as I'm aware, you're now 8-1 to to win the title. Aye. And that was down because I checked it at half time on, on Wednesday night and you're 20 to 1. Yes, yeah, we were. So, so that's, I, that's, that's more than half. Quite a fair bit. The wife, she's got money on us. Uh, she, had, she had money on us last season as well. I can't remember what odds she got at the start of the season. It must have be been better than 20 to 1, I thought. Because mm. like the odds were ridiculous at one point. Aye, there might have even been about yeah. that. I'm pretty sure last season, that last season she might have got 33 to 1 on us or something like that. I don't know. But. Aye, there's a wee, there's a wee chance now because obviously we had to win on Wednesday. Well, yeah, we, I would say we pretty much had to win on Wednesday. A draw would have maybe been okay, but I won. A draw would have kept you in it. I think a defeat and it was pretty much done. But the, the fact you won and the fact you won in the manner that you won has made a big difference. Now, yes, you played the game more. Yes, you're still what, 25 goals behind or something like that. Um, but I mean, there's what 13 games left for Aberdeen. Yes, and even. You've still, I mean, there's a good run of games now. You don't play Celtic again until the, the splat. Celtic's next game is against Ross County, who we know just beat us a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Aberdeen away at Inverness, obviously. That's, I think that's your, your, probably your toughest game before the splat now. Is that, that a game away at Inverness? We've got a lot of away games. Uh, three out of them, that's four away from home. Right. But they're all, when you say favourable, they're all against teams that are in them. In the, three bottom in the bottom half, yeah. but they're all fighting for points as well. You know, that's getting to that point in the season whereby they are, they are going to be a bit trickier than maybe they would yeah. have been prior in the, uh, on the season. Dundee United have obviously picked up. Um, Partick Thistle have been doing all right, but hopefully we can beat them. And Inverness, we failed to beat this season. True, aye. So, is it one win and one draw for Inverness in that game? Yeah. Aye. Yeah. So, you're on one, as I'm looking at. Um, that game's yes. Monday night next week, isn't it? We've got Monday and Friday, which is a bit unusual. Which I don't think I've seen before. No, oh, it, might, it might have happened, but I can't right. think of it. Right. Um, Are they both selling it? I would think they should be. Uh, quite a few of it. I, I seen a, oh, did I take a note of it? I've seen a schedule whereby it's going to show on our TV games. And we, we are on TV now a lot. 
Um, but I can't mind if I took a note of it. It's a tough schedule for Inverness actually because they've got Aberdeen the Monday and then they're at Celtic Park on the, the Saturday afterwards. So, so they could be playing a bit of a part in the next, and then obviously we've got Ross County, so it's, it's a kind of Highland double for Celtic. Come on. Aye. So, whereas we've got three out of the last, that's four away, you've got two home ties against Highland teams. Aye. But, and uh, you're obviously going to be out for a wee bit of revenge against Ross County. But, aye. So, they'll but, but, their fight. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on them, not. They would, however, the thing about Ross County is quite often against other teams, they play two up front, but just, they, see, they don't like trying to play two up front against you, whereas it's shown that playing two up front can cause a bit of problems. Um, obviously, it leaves you maybe a bit exposed in the middle of the park, but hopefully the game, the two games, the game, the cup game last week and the Aberdeen game has seen, let other teams see, right, you can have a go at Celtic. Um, you don't have to like just sit back and let them play. So, see what happens. Plenty, there's plenty of football to be played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see any reason why it's not going to go right down to after the spot again. Uh, I mean, that's it. I mean, you've got, like, I've said this a couple of times now, you've got to May last year and then fell away, which was a bit disappointing. But then you didn't really fall away until it was already done, effectively. Aye, what after uh, the Celtic game, then at that point, it was like pretty much a done deal. So. Aye. Aye, so I mean, I think the big difference this season is you're still taking the points off everybody else for the most part, but you've also taken two wins off Celtic, which would, is, could make a massive difference at the end of the season. I would say as well, if you look as well this season, okay, it's only February, but in terms of players of your contenders, uh, would there be ready at Celtic apart from Griffiths? No. It's Griffiths, whereas, whereas I think at Aberdeen you'd maybe have Hayes, Rooney. McGinn. Aye, so... That's a fact, as well. Logan as well. I think I think oh, Logan's yeah. having a fantastic season. I think Shinny's playing pretty well for you as well. So I mean, half the Aberdeen team. So uh, well, of mind. Let's talk of that as well. Like, see if you're to make a combined team just now at Celtic and Aberdeen. Well, how many Celtic players are getting to Aberdeen team? Uh, well, I've, I've heard that mentioned a few times. That's, so. on, that's on form. Maybe overall, um, it would be. Oh, in form, but it's mostly it's Aberdeen. Aye. I would say you'd have a good few. So, and Adam really keeps on scoring. So, I, I mean, that was that was two again at the weekend. There, I think he's eighteen for the season. Griffiths is twenty-one. I think I seen a stat earlier on that moved uh, Rooney back ahead of Griffiths in the number of goals scored in the Premiership era, which is what yes, two and a half seasons of them. I Rooney's the highest scoring uh, player in the Premiership era, which is obviously it's not been going long, but that's just a stupid start. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so it's, a fair, it's, it's like in England that uh, football only started with the Premiership which is uh, obviously now the Premier League uh, they, had, they had this before as well when Chris Boyd went, went past 10 at Arsenal the first time <laughs> so oh, he's, he's, he's a top scorer in the Premiership or in the SPL or something like that uh, which did count like 16 of Arsenal's goals for the, the season before the SPL started it, so uh, see all the- Boyd, Boyd actually passed Arsenal twice if you read the press aye it's, when, it's like when you see down south you see all these best of teams Aye, and then never and then it's, it's all from like 92 and 93 onwards. So you're like, all right, so football didn't exist before then, or aye. certain players, yeah, they, should they have been in it? Um, so I we'll see what happens. Anyway, can, yeah, I, you, can I now tell you my favourite stat for the weekend? SPL stats tweeted, um, I think it might have been Friday night actually, or what was it, Friday night or Saturday, that uh, it's about 990 odd thousand hours since the the 1902 Scottish Cup final when the next final gets played so if Hibs don't win the Scottish Cup this season 
that's got they're going to pass a million hours. Which I thought was a crackage. I'd actually favourited it yesterday because I was going to repeat it on this podcast. I was just verbatim because at that point, Hows were 2 1 down. So um, that was some comeback, wasn't it? It was. Just before we move on to that, though, uh, Aberdeen record since the the prior game against Celtic in the league 12 games unbeaten, 9 wins, and 6 clean sheets. Take more points than we have. Great consistency. Aye, that's what you need. That's yes. what you need to win the t- I've said I've said this for years and years and years, even when it was like Celtic and Rangers. All you had to actually do was take some points off Celtic and Rangers and beat the other teams consistently. Well it's just been the five games in between. Aye. Like we've had a, we had eight game winning run, five games we were don't know what happened, and then we have twelve games unbeaten. So that just that we block of five games. Well that's uh, like the, the, the points picked up here and there. This season and last season, it's been the same thing. Aberdeen have been consistent. That's why they've been up there. The reason they they, they, they fell away at the end and didn't get really like be considered title contenders last season because they couldn't take any points on Celtic. This season, they're doing both. This season, they're title contenders. They did a Parkhead in the league as well, which that could be every chance. That's it. Right? Who knows? I mean, you certainly look fitter. You look more up for it. Anyway, I'm fed up talking about Celtic. So. <laughs> Actually, I, I, we're not even done talking about Celtic because we still need to talk about East Kilbride game you could just talk about it very briefly probably right. is there much to say really no. Griffith scored with his hand that shouldn't have stood um, yeah. his overhead kick was nice but uh, it got saved only for Kazim Richards to knock it in for a bit of yard <laughs> you know my biggest problem with this game is that they gave uh, man in a match to Matt McGinley the goalkeeper I don't, right. I don't think he was man in a match Did I think like, no, actually, I counted about five or six saves throughout the entire game and we put the ball in it twice. He should be busier than that. Given the gulf between East Kilbride and Celtic, that should be... And the fact. He should be busier. You know why I don't think he was busier, though? Because I think the captain had a great game, Barry Russell. He should have got man in the match. The thing is, well, Celtic played a pretty, much, pretty strong team. That was it, I, I mean... I maybe mean, it was a punishment, almost... <laughs> You looked at the team line up and you thought Armstrong was dropped and he'd been rubbish. Peter was dropped and he'd been rubbish recently. Uh, but the guy, Lustig and Armand, he was an Armand that got dropped, haven't been rubbish. Um, Gordon probably been deserving to drop him, so we put uh, Baye in. Um, so he had nothing to do, so it's kind of hard to say anything about him. But I mean, we brought Ambrose in for Lustig. If we get nothing at right back, is there nothing well, in the we, development squad we that we mentioned that we mentioned that last week actually about Yanko being injured who I guess that, I mean, Yanko's injured fair enough but I'm sure there's something in the development squad going right back but even still Scott Allen still never started <sighs> see to be honest changes. he came on and made no difference he got about 20 22 minutes or something like that in the game he he's looked as average as the other players in the, the team there was just there was nothing to talk about that Celtic team which was great and it should have been like somebody should have stuck out in that game against East Kilbride, and that never happened. So I mean, it's Celtic it's a mess. Um, but I, I think my favourite aspect of that game was uh, when Barry Russell was was getting interviewed at the end of the game, and they and they were talking about, oh, this is all about East Kilbride. Does it feel like a win? And he went, eh, no really. <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, one thing that was quite interesting though, I noticed midweek and also the weekend there yesterday, Celtic had nine Scottish players out of sixteen. A big change from kind of the only way there and stuff like that. I wish that was a positive. Oh, well, really not. positive, but I'm starting to think that's maybe half the problem. There's too much average in the Celtic team currently. Oh, there, there was one other thing I noticed about this game. Did you see East Kilbride's badge 
has got both 1871 Technically, you could say Hubs should do it as well because the Hubs it was found in eighteen seventy six or something like that. The one that won the Scottish Cup in eighteen eighty seven actually folded a couple of years after Celtic started and started off again a year later. So there you go. Here's a wee bit of Hubs history for you. The Hubs yeah, team the day never won the cup in eighteen eighty seven. It was a different one. I'm not. I'm not even going to say the other obvious one. We'll just still one for the table, Hubs. Just aye. Because uh, they're in the League Cup final uh, They could still win the Championship So it's a diddy treble <laughs> um, To be fair, Ross County are still up for the, the treble as well I think they maybe, maybe might just be struggling a wee bit for the League They might be struggling in the Premiership But yes. to be fair, they're the only team that can still win the proper treble <laughs> Aye Because technically Rangers can still win a treble as well They can win the Championship, they can win the that's the last treble. Well, Scottish Cup. It's, it's a treble. It doesn't have to be the treble. The only team that can win a proper treble is Ross County. That's my argument. Every other team's carry on treble. Right. <laughs> right, Hibs. so. Aye. Hibs, Hibs, some comeback. Let's talk about Hibs. Character that once again. Well, that's that. I mean, I'd favourite that tweet. I had Hibs beat. So, aye, that was. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm full credit to Hearts for the taking the two 0 lead to start with, because what a screamer for Jim it was. Oh, it was. Aye, he's been a terrific signer for them. Aye, um, he's had a few Nicholson as well. Nicholson, he's got his chest and fired past the keeper to make it two 0 Just got clean. He's got a carry racker like putting off his his fullback at the uh, back post. He's got. Not the first time he's done that. I, I, every time I see him. Uh, he impressed me. I've got to try to find out from Laurie how highly rated he is at Hearts. I know, I, was it Walker that was playing there last year? He, he, I think so, aye. Jamie Walker. I think he's, he's had a bit of, kind of misfortune injury this year, but oh, I, I like Nicholson. Anytime I've seen Nicholson, he's been a bloody good player for them. So. Uh, Old fashioned winger that kind of likes to take his players on, but also he's got the, the kind of, the kind of new uh, winger style whereby he kind of cuts in a lot. Yeah. Of course. So I uh, looks a very good player. Aye. So and, uh, I mean, ten minutes to go. Well, this is the thing. I mean, uh, was this a case of Hibs having good character, or was it a case of Hearts sitting back too deep and just giving Hibs the ball? I think it was a bit of both, to be honest. Uh, no, I think that's Hibs team have got something about them in terms of character. It's not been the first uh, time they've got late goals. Um, I, I don't yeah. want to take anything away from Hibs, but I think Hearts probably want a man a bit. But they, like, Hearts just tried to shut up shop and give Hibs the ball, and were quite content with doing that, and it didn't work. Um, Hearts probably should have done a bit better than they did but full credit to Hibs they, they used it they took their chances when they came well actually they didn't even take their chances when they came because Stokes missed an absolute barrel load of them kept hitting free kicks past the post and stuff but uh, I, was, I think it was Henderson put the ball into Cummings who then looped that header into the net that gave him the chance oh, it's a great header wasn't it it's a cracking header aye. Uh, I mean, it had, obviously he's got to do a lot of work with that yeah I had Alexander Stranded he thought it was I don't know what he thought it was happening but to be honest he's probably not expecting it no, you're probably you're probably expecting Cummins to head that across goal, um, and set up someone else. But pff, aye, terrific finish. I, I, there's no doubt it was a, about it being a fluke. It was he meant it. It was pretty clear he meant it. Oh, it aye, that yeah. it, so I full credit to him for that. 
And then um, it was a decent save just before the second one, the, the McGregor header. Yeah. Only for the hand one to fire a button in it anyway. Uh, and it wasn't the game didn't even finish there, which is what amazed me. And aye, if, hearts and, kinda, hearts kinda won it. Aye, you could have had one of the best own goals ever. I know that's it. Got someone off the bar. But then then they got the corner out of that, which was scrambled off the line, hit clear. Stokes then picked it up and you thought, Oh, Hibs could break here. Only for him to launch a terrible ball up to Cummins. Yeah. And, and the first uh, whistle went. So that was I I hadn't realised that till I watched the, the highlights, but aye, Stokes was rubbish. The shame is for those that can't but that aye. we start ranting again. The replays, aye. Yes. But apparently they can't show the replay because it's a Champions League night on Tuesday the 16th when all three uh, games are going to be replayed or played. Well, it's uh, a far crowd's going to affect that. So. It's a far, the TV figures are going to affect that much. I hate it. It's a ridiculous show because like, the last 16 of the Champions League manages to take up no fewer than eight nights across four weeks. Yeah. Because they, could, they don't just play them all at the same time. No, no, no. They have to take two days a week and then they have to split it over two weeks for each leg. I mean, realistically, how many viewers are they going to lose by showing Hearts Hibs on TV? It'd lose me. In fact, I might not. It'd lose me. it lose me as well, but... I, I might try and think. Uh, see if I can get Laurie in. <laughs> see if I can stop Laurie. A wee pass. A wee pass. Uh, but, uh, Actually, he's probably restricted for being able to show it because of these stupid Champions League rules. If we're talking about TV as well, though, we were talking a wee bit before the podcast about how the Scottish Cup, obviously, they could show about... Like, the most I seem is about, I think... Just under eight minutes of highlights. Aye, there was a uh, good few highlights shown in games, and then they showed what they tried to cram the Aberdeen St. Johnson game into about five minutes. With seven you I think you're only allowed about five minutes. That, that seems to be that seems to be the rule. Uh, so you get more of the Scottish Cup, which is better because you get to analyse what's happening more. You get to see more of the action. You get more of the replays. Although there was at least one game I saw where they tried to go. Well, there was an offside given. We've only brought one camera to this stadium, so we've no idea whether it's actually offside. Yeah. Another thing as well about TV is the fact that a Celtic Aberdeen game, obviously it was on Sky, but I'm pretty sure games by the past, if it had been Celtic and Rangers, if it had been on Sky, you would have still got some sort of uh, highlights on BBC. Aye, and they never showed days going by, but yeah. they're obviously no, uh, they must obviously not be allowed to. Cause suppose yeah, the, the, the highlights package for the SPFL is dreadful. Uh, so I don't know when that TV deal is up for renegotiation, or if I I think it got extended at last once to about 2020. Uh, it's just, just crazy. Um, so, aye. Uh, so, aye, we can't, we can't watch any of the replays because they're all getting played in the same day. Uh, one of the replays was that Dumbarton Dundee game I was mentioning. That was the one that was. Like, that, that Dumbarton got very lucky in that game for what I seen in the highlights because they had, uh, Dundee had one off the post, which came, uh, was outside of the post. Dumbarton cleared one off the line, it looked like it was going to turn the one. Uh, Aye, I don't. I, well, I don't know if the offside was offside or not. Because like I say there was only one camera, so I'll just take that. Even the commentator suggested that might have been a bit tight. Well, it helped you back up in anyway. So I wasn't happy. So uh, aye, but I mean, Dundee will still be favourite for that because they, they now get a home tie. Aye, play, but um, no, Kane Hemmings get player of the month. Aye, aye, they probably deserved it. He's been he's January, been so. this month. Oh, well, January, not as month as February. Now. Then I wouldn't mind that already, to be honest. Yeah, I like I like Lockhart, my. Ah, he's he's he certainly seems to have something about him. Um, Dunny United beats Thistle one 0 I think we mentioned that earlier. Ah, it could be important. That, that's that's United. That's a, it could be, yeah. I mean, I don't clean know. sheet. No. Clean sheets, the probably even more important 
Possibly. Well, actually, I, I, you say that, but then that game looked to me like it was a bunch of inviting balls across the box <laughs> that nobody was getting on the end of. And then Invite, inviting balls across the box. Yes. Aye, let's, we'll just we'll just move straight <laughs> <to> that comment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Scott I mean, was a, was a good finish in the corner. But uh, yes. I don't I don't think there was much quality in this game. I think no. they mentioned us in the, the after the game about how the highlights made it look pretty entertaining. But other than that, it wasn't great. But that, apparently they said that was done United's seventh quarter final in a row. Oh, right, they've done very well. Uh, there's a few teams that have got like, good cup records. Uh, and we'll move on to Inverness a wee bit, but Inverness are one that's got a fantastic record in cups recently. Mm-hmm. Ross County are doing well this season. Uh, and then you've got on the other end of Scrims, well, Aberdeen, unfortunately, we've had a dreadful season with the Cups, and then oh. over the last few years, Motherwell, if they win a Cup game, it's a surprise. Did you hear Motherwell stats? It's three wins in their last 20 Cup games now. Oh, it's shocking. Like, that's, uh, that's, that's, so, a, that's, that's even worse than Aberdeen's, by some stretch, because they have obviously won the League Cup recently. Well, I, I, we so that season, Cups, so. I mean, but when they were talking about Morton knocked them all the way to the, the League Cup this season, last season, or was the season before or something, Albion Rovers knocked them at the Scottish Cup. It's just dreadful. I mean, what was I think Motherwell's last decent cup run was 2011 when they lost to Celtic in the final. But other than like, it's been just been wo- woeful since then. This is where we need Greg. Aye. <laughs> yeah. Surely 91 must have been their last cup win. Aye, would be. I know they made the, the, the League Cup final against Rangers as well. The what, eight or nine years ago, maybe. I think that might have been Stuart McCall was in charge as well. So. Uh, was. Uh, just nine months uh, then that kind of thing they go back to the United they've signed another striker I don't know if you caught that they signed Ophir that was at Inverness last year oh did they? Oh, no, uh, so they've, they've caught him so they've signed a, they've signed a few strikers and obviously trying to try to get out of the mess aye because uh, <laughs> they signed that Finnish boy is it Rixie or something like that they signed yeah. Cinema Pond goal yep uh, so Interesting, what happens there because Ophir seemed to be a, a decent side, a decent striker last year for Inverness. I think he got five goals in ten games. It wasn't bad, eh? That's so, a, a decent I think Inverness were pretty disappointed not to keep him. Right. The, the other interesting thing I found about the Dundee United party for so much was both of them were playing but pretty much a 3 5 2. Three in the back. I never noticed that. Uh, Dundee United have been doing it a wee, a wee quite a fair bit in recent weeks, but I hadn't noticed prior to um, the game of the weekend if Partick has been doing it as well. Adventurous. So. A bit, wee bit different. It's good having different formations as opposed Aye. to just playing four two three one. Aye, well, it's, it's, it makes a difference. Makes a, a more entertaining games. Oh well, what I say, that was balls across the box. It's probably time <laughs> for a change anyway. It wouldn't surprise you if at the the Euros there'll be a new formation that comes oh, up or no something, something new. Usually at tournaments, that's the time for teams to to adapt a wee bit. I'm sure we'll talk about the Euros when they come round, but uh, I was discussing this with somebody earlier on today about who, who we actually thought was going to be ambitious at winning the Euros. And you're sitting there going, well, Spain aren't the team they were, and they're obviously the, the home does. Uh, Germany aren't the team that won the World Cup anymore. And then you're looking at, well, if England can maybe actually realise some of their potential, they're in with a shout. And yeah. then it's like, well, it's either that or, you know what the Euros is like for throwing up a surprise every few years? Like Denmark in '92 and Greece in 2004, maybe we'll get something like that, especially with Wales. Wales or something. But I mean, that, because we're talking about this. Yeah, so like, I, I, okay, they expanded it to make it to some of the other teams that got in, but then you look at how some of the teams got in. Northern Ireland won their group. Iceland won their group. 
Yeah. <laughs> so they were yeah. qualifying when there was 16 teams or 24. So it's a few surprises. I'll, I'll, I'll say just now it's between France and Germany. That would be my, where I'd be sticking my money. I don't rate Germany at all at the moment. I know they were in our group, but I, I, I don't think they're anywhere near the team that won a World Cup. And I, I think what might go for them is there isn't much in Europe that sticks out. So I think it could be quite an open tournament, but yeah. I guess we'll see. Anyway, right, that's for later on. Right, we'll talk right. about the Scottish Cup. Uh, we mentioned Motherwell. They dropped Bolt. The top goal scorer. I know he's had a bit of a dry spell recently, but that seemed a bit of an odd choice. I guess McGee sees trading, but I bet some of McGee's choices in terms of I mean, what he does sound a bit. Aye, McGee's been, anyway. McGee, I mean, I watched the highlights and Inverness were all over Motherwell for most of that game. Aye. But what McGee's, McGee's answer at the end of the game was, uh, it was a free kick before oh, the score. Oh, aye, he was no, more than nice. Again, we go back to what was talking about Sviatchenko and uh, Rooney earlier about the shoulder to shoulder. This was almost exactly the same thing. This was shoulder to shoulder. Uh, I think it was Roberts himself that the muscle to go miss off the ball. I see when you watch Motherwell highlights and like that. It staggers me to think that uh, Stephen McMahon has played for Scotland in terms of how much he has deteriorated over the years. Oh, he's, uh, I know. He was, I mean, fair, fair play to him for getting the header, but he's got the equaliser. Yeah, I know he stuck his foot out to knock it into the net. But he get dumped uh, at one point where he tried to play. I don't know what, was he trying to play the ball back to the goalkeeper or something? Oh, I don't know what he was trying to do, but it was one with Story as well. Was it one with Story? I think so. Gets dumped. Aye. And then, obviously, there was your own goal to start with. I, mean, I don't think yeah. much he could do with your own goal. Aye, don't know. It's, it's, it's that kind of rubbish that seems to happen to him too often now. Yes. He's nowhere near the player he used to be when he was at Celtic. Greg talked about that fair bit when he was in the podcast as well, how he was like, couldn't believe how bad he was. Uh, for somebody, because remember we were talking last year about experienced players and the likes of McManus, Lasley, Harbour and that, and he was saying, don't, don't count on it because they were, they were poor, yeah. especially McManus. Um, but then Pearson, what a chance he had. He had a chance. Really he tried to be too clever. He tried to be too clever and side foot it. He just yeah. put your foot right through it. It was, it was one of those games, this, where like, Inverness did have lots of decent chances in this, but while it was always 1 0, Mullow always did a chance. And then well, they took it eventually, they got the one each. But um, for all, McGee was mopping the morning about the, 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 the thrill that he wanted, which was never a thrill. I mean, if you're going to win a cup game, that's the way to do it. Yeah, but it's all talk about people, people saying, no, oh, Celtic Rangers final. What about a Highland Derby final? Could be. And we're in Roscoe, eh? I mean, well, we're talking about the Highland, the, the Highland too. Uh, what about the game against Glasgow Rose? Oh, well, I, uh, the Rose put up a fight. They did. They rose to the occasion. Hey. <laughs> uh, and the second goal, that was a cracker. That was a bit uh, uh, was a wee nice flicks and touches down the right hand side. And I'm, I'm, to be honest, where was the marking for Ross County? Because when that ball got played across goal, you're looking at him going, "How she get so much space?" Aye, they probably just thought it was a McLennan to play. But it's 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 kind of good though because the juniors kind of gets kind of slighted a kind of fair bit, I think, by a lot of people. And I kind of fair few times that the junior teams have played against decent opposition, they've done no bad. Obviously, there was Talbot playing a. Uh, Hearts, they only yeah. lost one now, and then um, I'm pretty sure a few years back, Hibs played off in Meadow and it finished only two 0 maybe three 0 Yep, it wasn't an embarrassment. So I know some people question whether the junior team should be in the cup. Oh, no, they're worth it. They're definitely worth they, it. 
they, they add something as as doing all the lower league teams as well. Oh yeah, uh, East Kilbride being the lower league team, obviously the, the other ones that made the name this season. Two records broken this year. With one Lithgow being the, the team to get furthest out the juniors, and then uh, East Kilbride the furthest to get out the the lower league as well. So I fair play to them both. And if anything, maybe they should have more more teams like what they do down south in the FA Cup. Aye, well definitely the more the better. I think. And a completely open draw, I think, makes a difference as well. Ah, exactly. You get things like East Coast Bridge, Celtic. Yeah. Ross County, all that's goes. I would fling everybody in at round one, that's me. Oh, aye, aye. aye, aye. I know what Andy was saying that uh, they were, Ross County were poor and, uh, on Saturday. But uh, aye, I mean. I suppose you can only beat what's in front of you. That's it. Right. They're through it in this round, and if they're going to win the cup, will anyone remember that they only beat Lawrence for those 4 2 in the fifth round? No, exactly. That's, that's well, so, right, because it's the first time they won the cup, but. Well, they, they might go back and remember how they how they got there and stuff. But uh, Paul Quinn's going again. Aye, Paul's again. Aye, they got so, the opener this time. Aye, not not the winner. Uh, uh, the, the, the own goal was a bit of comedy, right enough. For the, uh, the other goal that Rose got. <laughs> but but what happened to the free kick though? The one that they, uh, was it? They put the ball in the box, knocked it in the net, and the referee went, "No, I'll take it again." Aye, was it? Was claiming it wasn't ready or something? Was, it's been too quick for him or something like that. Ah, uh, pedantic for these. That's what was nothing like You got fourteen to one in Ross County or in Vanessa winning the cup. Ah, it's decent. Odds. See if you don't want to put money in Celtic, it's decent odds. Aye. Even well, I think Rangers are next at ten to one or something. Ten to one, aye, that's right. And, and hearts, hearts, hearts are twelve to one because yep. you've got the replay to get through first. Aye, and it's a fourteen to one if you want. Yeah. If you fancy, it's to finally do it. Ah, there's, there's decent odds. I mean, I would. Even Dundee, I would debate Celtic. Even Dundee at sixteen to one. They've got to get past the bottom. I still fancy him to do that, but it's not great. Then they've got... I think they'd be a way to Rangers or Kilmarnock now. Oh, um, yeah, I suppose that, that, that's one. That. We've kind of breezed past that. That was the, the early game, was the, the Saturday lunchtime game at Ibrox. Don't have much to say. Rangers had the better chances. More really, chances aye. But... I, was, I mean, but that's the second time this season Kilmarnock have gone to one of the big stadiums in Glasgow and come back with nothing each. It's the first time Rangers have failed to score last season. I heard that, aye. I mean, they were like, they were unlucky that the Tavernier one came back off the post and um, I think Wilson hit the crossbar in the second half as well. I think Kamarnock's best chance was that one. It was, was a Slater beat like, the guy riding in. Like, it was still a tight angle and hit the keeper with it, but that was as close as they came. But fair play to Kamarnock, they never... They put in a, a bit of a fight. Aye, literally in Higginbotham's case. Aye. <laughs> I think it was a red. Aye, I do. Aye. Uh, it was one of the, he, he goes in to win the ball. I don't doubt he's, that's what he's trying to do, but it's that it's that studs up stamping motion. That, uh, I mean, did you see the picture of Tavernier posting no, I afterwards? Oh, yeah, it looks I think there's every argument that's that's he's endangering the player. So I think it's a red card. He's got to go. I can understand why Kamara might want to try and appeal it, but I'd, I'd be surprised if they won it. But I don't see much. I don't see much debate to be honest. Um. Did, did you see the, the, the banner that the Rangers fans unfurled about Wayne McCulloch being super? Aye. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was a, was that some sort of apology for the boon they gave him last season? I must have been uh... so, a, a nice way to say sorry. He did, he did. He was there a good few years. He had got a lot of good times there. Um, but I think he probably stayed a season. Or maybe he went too, too far. Aye, I, th- I, th- I think most people agree with that. But uh, aye, it's, but he's one of the ones that did at least. Ah, he stuck around, stuck go, around. Went through the went through the divisions with Rangers and. Uh, aye, it was, uh, 
I, 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 it wasn't exactly the greatest moment. I'm getting booed a few times last season, but I think yeah. I think even the Rangers fans probably <laughs> realised that, and the, the banner was a nice touch. See, uh, just looking at some other odds, I know we like we obviously we like to look at odds. You can still get four to one. Adam Rooney being top goal scorer last season. Uh, it's not bad. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure I go about it because I think Griffiths is getting all his goals. Griffiths is one of the sets. Aye. I'm surprised it's as big a gap as that, to be honest, because I know, I know Griffiths is about three goals ahead in the league. Oh, and if I could imagine Lee Griffiths uh, appalling stuff on Twitter. Oh, I know. I was, I was just going to avoid that, to be honest. I think he was the, the he's talking about chucking Twitter the night. Um, aye. No matter who you support, there's no need for that. No, there's never any need for that nonsense. So, hopefully, whoever it was gets the wee visit for the pause. I would hope so. Uh, you get five hundred to one Morton or Dumbarton, by the way, in the Scottish Cup. Right, okay. Just curious, because um, well, I mean they did beat uh, the, the the heroes of the last round, and an Athletic. Yeah, that was uh, a bit of a hat for them. Aye, McCoskey hat trick, decent one. Yeah, again a player from the juniors. Uh-huh. And, and and credit to Morton this season. We're talking about uh, the records of it. Uh, what the poor records of Motherwell and the good record of Dunne United, but that's Morton in their second quarter final this season. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously beating Motherwell in the, the League Cup and then they're to face Celtic and we all remember what happened the last time they went to Celtic. Aye, that's a gimme. It's a gimme to for Morton, really. <laughs> May as well. That's him in the semi-finals. So. It's funny because I, 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 I did that to a reference it yesterday because um, I think Wayne uh, McLeod was asking about what's the record number of corners for Celtic. And I thought, ah, we've got ages to go till we beat the 27 for the, the Morton game. The, the number 27 stuck in my head that night because we, I checked the stats. We, we had 27 corners and we were all garbage. Every single one of them. <laughs> and then it stuck in my head ever since. So that's what I remember. For just that. 27 corners and a penalty given away. I've just seen something interesting as well. Going into looking at the top goal scorers for the, the Premier ship. Osman So is somehow still in it. Yeah, I think you might need to remove him. Yeah, I think he's away now. <laughs> I mean, there was talk of him maybe playing in the Edinburgh Derby, despite the fact he'd signed for that uh, Aye. team, but uh, it never happened. He was ah. done and dusted. So Yes, especially you've got a cheque coming for £1.5 million. That's, uh, you don't understand. Don't that. no. <laughs> uh, I noticed though as well, there's no odds now, for, I don't think, for the next Kilmarnock boss, is there? On McBookie? I haven't seen any. So I think they, I'm assuming they've closed the book. Must have done. I've not seen any announcement of it now. No, not seen any announcement either, so see what happens there. Right. And uh, Elgin are now 10 to 3 for the league, by the way. The league 2. Even just that, that the last week when I've got to win it and didn't play. <laughs> I thought the last we spoke they were 4 to 1, maybe, but maybe they'd had to come in a wee bit. But... Right, we'll finish up with the Scottish Cup because the draw was made earlier today eventually. Uh, the tie of the round has to be whoever wins Edinburgh Derby against Inverness. I don't think there's much doubt of that because the best you'll get out of the other games is Ross County and United as a 2010 final repeat. Celtic versus Morton will probably end up the tail anyway. Um, and then the other one is completely undecided but it's like Dundee or Dumbarton against Rangers or Kilmarnock. Aye, but you don't find well if Rangers Sorry, the other way Because Rangers don't get away ties. <laughs> so if they beat Kilmarnock, they'll get another home tie. Um, so aye, that's... You can imagine it'll be Rangers, Celtic and the Edinburgh versus Inverness game. Aye, 
Thanks so. You carried out. Come on, Aye. I think I think that the way they played at the weekend there, they, they they got what they came for. They got not to get beat, so they got the replay. I don't I don't see them making too much difference. I think um, I know they're the Premiership team versus like, the the Championship team, but I, I, I don't see that. I, I think it'll be a, a Rangers win down there. Um, how they would might go on against the likes. Of, I'm assuming Dundee get past the Barton. How they get on against that, that might be interesting. But um, I think I'd fancy Rangers to get through it. I, I think I'd fancy Rangers to get through the next two rounds. But it depends. Yeah. I think it depends what Dundee turn up. Dundee could be capable of beating Rangers. But oh, Dundee could be capable of himself. <laughs> so, uh, aye, that's... Um, that's if no, exactly, Rangers haven't exactly impressed against Premiership opposition this year. Well, that's, I mean, that's only the second time they played in, isn't it? This season. Well, yeah, but still... So, yeah, come on, just did the Rangers what they did to Celtic early on the season. Shut up shop and, and stop them scoring. So, um, I think Blackhorn had a bit of an off day as well. Right? So, I think that made a big difference. I don't see him doing that again. Um, so, aye, those, those quarter-final ties will be played on February the 30th and 31st, probably, given the way that the SFA work. I don't care about the cup. <laughs> I determined. <laughs> if anybody picked up that one, at SFF Podcast and... Explain it to John. <laughs> uh, so, moving on, uh, we have um, Premiership predictions today. Starting uh, Wednesday night, actually, we have a, a Ross County versus Hearts game on Wednesday night. Oh, that's loads. The rearranged League Cup game, or rearranged League Cup weekend. There's loads of factors in the forum for predictions. Ah, no, there's, there's, ah, there's a midweek game. The Monday night games there as well. Right. That's Tuesday's there as well. Tuesday there as well. Craig's ahead of it. Craig obviously been listening to the podcast. Keeping up this week, good him. Aye. All right. Well, we don't need to do the Tuesday game. Well, I need to. Well, I need to put in a production because I've not done one. I've already got a production for that apparently. But what we do need to do is do the Wednesday game this week, which is Ross County versus Hearts. Um, that can be interesting. That's, I might. I might just sit on the fence with that one. Go one each. For Ross County and Hearts. Depends what Ross County turn up. Depends what Hearts turn up as well. Hearts are quite Aye. known for a draw, so... Aye, that's what I fancy we draw on that one. Uh, I'll go for a, a Desmond. A 2-0. <laughs> Aye. Alright. Let's see what's for that. Ross County 75. And the draw 13-5. Hearts 19-10. Alright, so next up is the Friday night game. Which is Dundee and St. Johnson. Is that one on the telly? You would think so, it would be on Friday. You would think so, eh? Um, St. Johnson, mind you, they got back to scoring a few goals. I know, this is what I'm saying. weekend. This, this could be literally anything. Um, oh, they're, they're, sick of their neck, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I might just go one all again. One all again? Sit in the fence. Get skills in us. Um, try to see if there's any kind of stats for this one at all. I would say it'll be a both teams to score because Aye. Dundee have had 17 both, to see both teams to score games. St George have had 18 both teams to score games. Aye, I think that's a fair um, <laughs> There is, though, I have found a stat. There have been over two and a half goals scored in nine of St John's last 11 away games in the Premier League. So, for that reason... I shall go for another cheeky wee Desmond. 
<laughs> I might stick with my one old, but I don't like that snap. Alright, so the odds for that one Dundee are 13 to 8, the draw is 12 to 5, this is 74. So moving on to the Saturday games, we'll start off at Celtic Park, where they're hosting Ross County. <sighs> I think Celtic will go back to one of the ways, their whole record in the league is pretty, pretty impressive. You, you thinking differently? Yep. But they've only lost one. In, was it one? They've only lost one in the league at home. That's your mm-hmm. Celtic. Ross County away from home have won three. Though About two, of them have, two of them have actually been in the last six games. See, I remember this game at the start of the season, and Ross County were pretty decent. It should have been a warning, to be honest, but uh, well, it wasn't one that was heeded. Um, and I remember Jackson Elfin playing an absolute blinder. That was that the game with Greg Gordon was arguably not sent off. <laughs> Aye. Aye. I, I'll, I'm go, I'll predict first end this time. I'm going to go for a reverse of the cup fixture. 3 1 Celtic. In terms of score, yes. That's brave. Um, I'm kind of hoping that um, something gets sorted out of the team that's through this midweek, but. And we come back out flying on all, all cylinders again, but. I, I'm actually going for my third one-all draw. I, I, you going I, for a draw? I don't, I don't think we're going to win. I think I, I think you might be right. I don't think Ross County will get the win, but I'm going to go with the draw again. So Celtic are one to four. <laughs> the draw is twenty-one to four, and Ross County are eleven to one. If you fancy the. I'm struggling to cope with the pressure this year. Then. Aye, well, I think they're buckling. So no, it's not going to if you don't get a result as well on Saturday. It's not going to help in terms of home crowd. Nope. As well, yeah, it's you'd always rather be playing away. Just now, one of those. Uh, Hide. Uh, okay, so next up on Saturday is Hamilton versus Dundee United. Tempted to go for nil nil. With Hamilton? Oh, no, I with Hamilton. No, no. But I don't know. I don't think Dundee United can get two clean sheets in a row. I'm going 2 1 Dundee United. 2 1 Dundee United. Uh, I think you're right with a clean sheet, but I think Dundee United will get the win. So Dundee United for our second away win of the season? Yep. I think they've done the corner. I... I'll go for a 1-0 on this one. Alright, so odds on this. Hamilton are 19-10, the draw is 5-2, and Dundee United 29-20. I've noticed so far I've got everyone scoring. Ah, uh, so far. <laughs> um, next up on Saturday, Hearts host Partick Thistle. Um, I reckon Hearts will win this and just to scupper what you've just said I'm going 2-0 Hearts going for 2-0 Hearts aye well Hearts have only lost one at home last season yeah against Aberdeen yep uh, Partick Thistle won three away and two of them have been in the last set so they've picked up obviously aye not so many goals away from home mind you uh, I'll I I'll, I'll stick with the same as you actually I'll go 2 now. and it's 20 to 23 if we want our hearts to win well, it's 35 a draw and 10 to 3 party thistle yeah, decent odds for hearts at home that's not bad it's, eh? it's, especially when you consider they've only lost one at home in the league aye though they've got a lot of games just now aye the final Saturday game is Murrow versus Kilmarnock I hope they both lose um, <laughs> what was that <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Um, I don't know. It's hard to tell what's Kamala going to do at the moment because they're, they're in a flux. Whereas, I don't know. Aye. I can get up with them. There's a lot of teams in the league, you think, like, I can get up with them, I don't Kamara away from home with one three, drawn three and lost six. But they've only won one in their last six away. Yeah, but which one of them home? By the way, it was form for form. Overall this season they've won four, drawn three, lost five. They've had two wins, two draws and two losses in the last six. So very inconsistent. So I'm going one all. <laughs> Good one all. Yeah. Um I'm going to go for a, a pop band. Oh, no, no. Nice one. Aye. Uh, <laughs> it's 5-6 like, oh. to the will win. 14-5 to the draw. 33-10 to Kilmarnock to win. And that leads us on to the one we better predict, even though it's a Monday night. Because it will kick off before we start doing the podcast. I might even bump the podcast to the Tuesday, depending on if it's, if it's on the telly. I'm for the S versus Aberdeen. Is it on the telly? I think it has to be a Monday night game show. Why would it be a Monday night? Must be. So I Inverness versus Aberdeen. And since you're the Aberdeen fan, I'm gonna let you predict this one first. Let me predict first. I shall go for two no Aberdeen. I'm going for my fifth one old draw. Oh, boo. Mind you, I may be pleased with that because a few, quite often, a few back us to win, we don't. So. Uh, Inverness to win is 31 to 10, the draw 5 to 2, Aberdeen 20 to 21. So there you go. Right. Well, we've done United Mullable to the podcast. Unless you want to do that since it's in the predictor anyway, because I've already got 2 1 Mullable. Which I oh, have you got a 2-1 Motherwell? I've got oh, a Desmond. I've got a Desmond. I'm turning in. I'm saying 2-1 Motherwell. I'm, I'm turning in. I'll save. I'll, I'll keep what I've got there just now, but I'll wait till... Well, I'll maybe need to wait till later on in the week after the, the weekend fits us to see what I've for it. If I remember, though, because... That's what I'm going to say. I'll be changing it just in case. I'll be in Germany. At the Dortmund Hanover game, which I'm looking forward to. Nice. <laughs> Alright, so, did we have anything in there that was worth picking, other than Hearts? Hearts, I think, was the only one. We shall need to look down the leaks. Okay, so, we have St Mirren at Queen of the South, uh, 17-10. Didn't they just play this weekend? Aye. Much yeah. as they're much as they're short odds, if we do a treble, right, we could go Falkirk at home to Ray Rovers at thirteen to twenty, Hibs away to Livingston nine to twenty, mm-hmm. and then something else. Uh, oh, we did they doing hearts. Peter Head at home. Uh, all right, Peter, I was going to say Peter Head at home to Forfar. It was four to nine. That's rubbish, you know. And in, and in at home to Air. There are four teams that are all. They're all short odds. Almost about one to two, but. Hey, I think we're, I, I think we're going with too many if we do that. Really? Yeah. I think I think there's value in St Martin at Queen of the South, but then they did only win one all at home, and it's maybe I wouldn't be surprised if that's if that's a win, but I don't I think it's a bit too risky for the podcast. But Queen of the South are a bit kitty. You never know what's yeah. going to happen with Queen of the South this season. 
in terms of it Queer South will turn up so I don't fancy Hibs at Livingston by the way because I think that's a Livingston have been a bit of a, a, a bit of one of a team that's kind of taking points off the top teams so nah, I Peter Edith Fluffer looks like a obvious one but 4-9 oh, it's only great uh, it's whether you want to go for the inferno at home to air but I think that's a, that's a sticky one because I think you need to win I know they're a bit of a slump at the moment but um, I mean, if you dropped into League 2 well, what about East 5? Five? 5 East, is at home to Arbroath East 5 at home to Arbroath 5 to 6 yeah. could be, could be. maybe a shout uh, I'll try and get out see what East 5's home form is like and likewise what this Arbroath's away form is like I was going to call him the Smokies there a Hearts East Fife Peterhead treble ten pound and that would be forty nine fifty one. So if East Fife's form at home mm-hmm. is pretty good, that might be it's worth it. Parche, the one sits drawn, two lost, four, and a brought away form is pretty decent. So I would maybe avoid that one. Right, patch up. Um, who's playing East Stirling? Queens Park two to five. So uh, uh, that would be again having to. Kind of been doing double up because the other fixtures are Elgin at home to Clyde, which is kind of top of the table type clash. Aaron at home to Montrose four or six, but Aaron's form recently is a bit indifferent. But Montrose are playing midweek, so and Montrose's away form is awful. They've only won one away game. Aaron, mm. okay, they've not been great, but looks a good price. Mm. The other one won't at Stranraer at home to Albion Rovers, 9-10. Better away from home, Brewer Bustendorf. Value in Beacon City, Cowden Beath, if you can pick one out of that. <sighs> nah, Cowden Beath are dodgy away and Beacon North. I know, rubbish. Dodgy. Yep. Maybe Aaron. <sighs> Their form is a bit indifferent, but they are at home. and they... They're at home in Montrose, but then Montrose are like six points behind them. <laughs> I mean, I've only been chosen one away from home, which is the thing to go against, which makes Aaron Jones mm-hmm. look pretty yeah. decent value. 46. Right, so a treble on those three would be £45 and one pence. Hearts, Peter Head, and an Athletic. I don't see him better. I think we go with that. Yep. And now we need a goal scorer. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> pack last week? That's enough for one. So, Baird's no scored for a few weeks. Um, who, do we want to go for McAllister uh, for her? Or do we think he's no really one for scoring first? No. I think the first goal scorer, I bet, kind of market's kind of dried up a bit recently. There's not been near much consistency. I'm almost inclined to say Waghorn, because Rangers are at Iowa. He, he must be due a goal, what, first goal, just soon. Because he never scored the weekend though. Has Blackhorn won us a bet this season? Uh, no, but we've tended to avoid him. Because I, I don't think it's good value for money, but I don't think it's any yeah, good right, value anywhere at the moment. So I think Blackhorn, I think. I think Blackhorn's a good bet. Blackhorn. Right. Just, uh, I've just noticed actually on Saturday, the Livingston Hibs game is quarter past five. Oh yeah, so it's the album maybe. Could be, that might be worth a watch if anybody's got a chance to watch it. Right, so we'll go with Icon's top scorer, or first goal scorer, sorry. Aye, on you go, aye. And we'll go with Hearts, Peterhead, and Athletic Dub, uh, Treble. 
clearly time you time you finish up, isn't it? Because I start to stumble my words here. Yes. I've not even getting alcohol. What's going on? Aye, never. Ah well. Should we just start a podcast again? Because that's what happens when you stumble, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's twice I've made that joke. Right. Oh, we should add uh, if there's anyone that follows us uh, that would fancy maybe even coming on the podcast. Then yes, we're always open up to guests. So yes, if you we'll have some sort on. of we'll have some sort of addition. See yep. if you're any good. Drop us a wee message. If you're better, you're better than us, then you know you're not getting on. But uh, <laughs> I drop drop us a wee message. Yeah, drop us a message. We're on Twitter at SFF Podcast, uh, and we'll answer you as soon as we notice it's there, which is usually pretty frequent because yes. we get notifications on phones and stuff. Um, but we're, we're certainly open to anybody coming on. The, the more you know about Scottish football, the better. Um, it's nice to get a bit of variety on. So if you happen to support a team that neither of us support. That'd be, yes, that would certainly be. No Motherwell fans, no Motherwell fans. We've had Greg, better well. So, you know what? No, see if you're a Motherwell fan that's happier than Greg, you're more than welcome to come on. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that can't be hard. Surely all ah. Motherwell fans are happier than Greg. <laughs> if you're an Abroth fan on who doesn't like Motherwell, <laughs> poor, I get well, Greg will just make to even us out because Greg will make a comeback for that yeah. one. That might be a laugh. Uh, but yeah, just literally, if you if, if you've got an interest in Scottish football, if you've got Skype and a headset, that's pretty much it. More than welcome to come on and talk with us. And remember as well that the podcast originates from Scottish Football Forums, the forum as well. So if any of you want to talk about what's going on in football this year in Scotland, then get on there. You'll be made to feel welcome. You must be looking for a pay rise after Craig this week. <laughs> Plugging the forum, no, I know it's. Just thought we'd get get in there. I don't. We probably don't talk about the forum a lot. We used to. We used to kind of quite quite often mention comments from the forum, by some of the kind of forum members. But we've kind of we don't really kind of intend to do that much. So see, see if someone will come on the podcast. Hint, guys. I know. <laughs> I know. We've got we've got one possible person that might come on. Right, so we'll, we'll keep that under that. Oh, just in case. Hoping that comes through. I'm hoping it happens, but yeah. Um, all we'll say is he doesn't support Aberdeen or Celtic there you go, right. or, or any oh, oh no, I was going to say. no that's all I'll say <laughs> right Shh, good don't night. give it away right. good night yep. Yep. Take, me, take me away up right. off we just so, say thanks for listening everybody and uh, thanks for coming on John cheers Chris cheers bye <laughs>